Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina, and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music, and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie, and Wrightsville, and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Chico's Vibe Love Train is barreling, barreling through the summer of 2023, bringing us to this stop, the two-year anniversary of the Vibecast. Yes, wow. two, years. two years. The Vibecast, a podcast celebrating the fun, the music, the fans, the gigs, the musicians, the sound and the fury, the guts and the glory of the Philadelphia-based band Chico's Vibe. Wait, I can't believe we've been doing this crap for two years. Hey, hey. That means we're in the future. <laughs> I'm proud of it. Some of them are pretty good. No, they're very pretty proud good. of it. <laughs> it's good crap. So that's pretty cool though. When we started this, I could hear well. And now <laughs> two years later. <laughs> Mike is hearing's not good either. Yeah. So. <laughs> but we'll get there. Which directly led to the AFib. I'm your host. As our regular listeners know, I'm your host, John Parkinson. Here Yay! as always. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, save it for Matt. I'm here with producer Matt Kelly. Yeah. Producer extraordinaire Matt Kelly. Matt's been off at like podcast conventions, uh, I don't know, horror conventions, which is going to be fitting yeah. for this episode, I, I think. <laughs> but Matt, yeah, since you've been gone, we've uh, we've had a, an eventful summer for Chico's Vibe, so I thought we'd bring our listeners a summer to date recap uh. of the adventures of Chico Vi- Chico's Vibe summer. Chico vibe, as they say. Chico vibe. Chico vibe. Chico vibe. As Bob Kelly says. Chico's vibe band. You know what? Let's send that little love to Bob before we even start it, man. To Bob Kelly. I became buddies with the guy. You know, he didn't deserve that. He he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. We got to remember the whole recap. Love to him now. Okay. Dr. Mike, do you know who Bob Kelly is? Uh, Not off the top of my head. He's a Fox 29 traffic guy. Is this the... He got beat up down at the shore. Yeah, yes. you're wondering Dude, wh- who right he got ne- beat up with. Right next to us. <laughs> for real? Get out for of here. For real. That was, a, that was some... It was the, for a good cause, right? Uh, you guys were involved in that? He got beat up for a good cause. Yeah. 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 Yes, no. it was It was a... He does... We play down at this establishment down in Seattle City, right. the Orr House, and Bob kind of took over for Jerry Blavitt. Yep. 
the Geeter. Yeah, so on Sundays, I think he does Wednesday nights. He does Wednesdays too. too. Yeah. Uh, but on su- not every single Sunday, but on certain Sundays, they call it Sunday Fun Day. And Bob, like we would play, and in between our sets, like before we go on, he would come out and do a little like half uh, hour okay. thing. Then while we're on break, he would do his thing. So yeah. it was that this past Sunday. Yeah, and on yeah. our break, he went, that whole incident happened. Yeah, yeah. But we didn't. I don't know if it's good or bad that we didn't get mentioned at all in any of the news articles. He was right next to our. our he sound. landed on my yeah. bagpipes. That's he what was. Yeah. Right. I was standing right in front of him when it happened. Yeah, me too. I helped him up when he got punched in the I face. I missed the whole thing because I was looking for the keys to my car, <laughs> and I finally and, and all I heard the music stops, and then and then when I get up, Defebo goes, "What just happened? A guy with yeah. blood all over him just walked past." Yeah, me. yeah. that's it was and then they it was had, crazy. By that point, I saw it. Yeah, they we, had uh, uh, tackled the guy. About outside, a block yeah. down. Oh yeah, too, he got so. outside. We t- yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was. We, I was sitting sitting out there, and there was like eight guys chasing him across that parking lot. Yeah, I think Bennett was in the lead chasing him. <laughs> who's Bennett? <laughs> yeah, I but, wish I was. So, so he had a, so he had like a nice pack. Oh wow, okay. He had an ice pack on his on his eye, and I, I said, "Are you okay?" He goes, "Yeah, you think he can do the rest of the night?" I said, "You need me to do traffic?" <laughs> oh, he, he didn't geez. laugh. I thought it was good. He didn't laugh. But anyway, anyway we're off yeah. the rails already. Yeah. He didn't laugh. <laughs> so, so, I mean, it just put the does demonstrate there's been a whole different level yes. of excitement this summer for Chico's vibe. I could do the track. Uh, I'm sorry. Is, <laughs> okay. Kanja Hoffigan Curve. We didn't, we didn't just have warehouse gigs. Though, not the, the warehouse gigs. I don't know if you saw it. You know, they have, what's that vehicle they have down in Seattle City that it, Transports uh, people around. The they call it the truck the, bus or whatever they call, they call it. it. Yeah. No, the, um, so, not the uh, tram uh, car? Uh, the, uh, like, j- not jetty. The, oh, is yeah. it a jitney? Something with a J. I can't remember. Yeah. Jitney, yeah. Jitney, jitney yeah. But the jitney sign jitney. that arrives at the whorehouse says whorehouse. So, <laughs> so it's oh. driving around Seattle City saying yes. whorehouse. But anyway, I think it's been a whole level, different level of excitement this summer. Yeah, that we're going to talk about. Uh, we've been playing a series of summer concerts and gigs, and that excitement is like, how will people uh, like the new songs we've added to our set? Will our lead singer arrive to the gig on time? That's a whole. <laughs> yeah. Will he have pants on? That's yeah. <laughs> and you have and to stay tuned. Will folks. he have a Fred San- Sanford? This is the big one moment. <laughs> Elizabeth, Gabby, this is the big one. Elizabeth, Monica. I'm not, you dummy. Uh, not necessarily ordinary things your ordinary band has to deal with. <laughs> but we're not. Yeah. not your ordinary band, Chico's Vibe. But previously we've talked about Chico's Vibe being a Netflix series, right? But, uh, yes, yes, yes. This summer might be better suited to... CSI series, uh, or maybe even a movie, <laughs> something directed by, I think it's Brian De Palma or Martin Scorsese, maybe. You know? Oh, I uh, love that. But so far, I'm calling it the AFib Party Summer. <laughs> <laughs> party <What's>, Summer. <laughs> so today, we're going to see if we can bring some understanding to it all, everything everything that's happened. That's what the theme of today is. Yes. Uh, it's still to be determined what kind of movie this is going to play out to be, what the Palma movie is going to be, horror no, Scorsese. Blowout. Scorsese? No. Blowout. Blowout. Like Blowout. Philly Mystery? Like yeah. He's directing a movie about me, kind yeah. of. It's got to be Scorsese? Yes. Come on now. Ah, I wanted to. The Palma did Mission Impossible. We could. That could be. I want Scorsese's mom in it. 
That's all because he's Italian. <laughs> Go ahead. That's the Palmer. Okay, we're going with Scorsese. Can't be good news, Matt. Matt, good news. We're in luck because we have just the guys to help us out. We have them here today. <laughs> the auteurs of Delco, they're known as, right? <laughs> Am I saying it. that word right? Uh, A-U-T-E? A-U-T-E-U-R-S. Auteurs. Auteurs. Yeah. Auteurs. Auteurs. auteurs of Delco. It's a little highfalutin for Delco. It is. That's it's, true. <laughs> I think you're pronouncing it correctly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The auteurs of Delco. We have, yes, the, the Coppola, the Spielberg, and the Lucas of Chico's Vibe. That's right. <laughs> Dennis Chikino, John Gephardt, and Ed Mount. Gentlemen, welcome. Wait, you just mentioned Coppola. Oh, I might want him over Scorsese. Yeah, but Cop- Coppola doesn't make like, well, I guess no, you know Apocalypse what? Now could be. I want to be a little Apocalypse yeah. Now, you know. Well, well, before we got here, I was, I was, I was going to say that Matt's probably wondering why we call it an AFib party summer, but I, I remember when we got here, yeah. Matt knows why it's an AFib party, because our last podcast we recorded, Dennis was in AFib the whole podcast. You're right. 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 But you made it through, right? Yeah. But a little did we know that AFib would loom over Chico's vibe that this, the whole band this summer, <laughs> ah. right? Um but to help with that, with that understanding, we do have a special in-studio guest to help us learn about AFib, uh, cardiologist Dr. Michael Costell, right? I yeah. got the right pronunciation. Absolutely perfect. Excellent. I did advise Dr. Costell to listen to some of our old episodes. He's here, so he obviously has not. <laughs> or, or has terrible judgment. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but to give our listeners a preview of what's coming today, first up, it's uh, what is AFib and, and how bad a patient is Chico? So that's questions for for uh, for uh, Mike. You'll be surprised. Uh, Whether okay. you're a good or a bad patient. Yes. We're, we're gonna find. We're, well, we'll we're find gonna, out. Yeah, because we're witnesses to some things. I understand that. So then the CSI Chico's vibe, a re- recap of uh, Chico's vibe summer 2023 so far. That could probably take a while. Uh, we're going to finish with our recurring segment, Song from the Set List, which right. this month is It Had to Be You, right. mm-hmm. which Dennis picked last month. So uh, that that that's our brief introduction. I yeah. think we, I think that's we great, can, John. I think, uh, Mike, if you're ready, we can jump in. With, yep, sounds with great. The, uh, yeah. the question. So first off, I'm going to give you a little bit of an intro. Um, you know, we want to know what is AFib and how bad a patient is, is Chico. We'll ask you some questions that go along with that. <laughs> But uh, Dr. Michael Costell is the medical director. I got this off the web, so if it's wrong, correct me. <laughs> medical director for the Penn Heart and Vascular Center in Radnor. Wow, uh, no kidding. Then, yeah, so he was a big shot. <laughs> wow. And, uh, it's a privilege to have you here. A um, few caveats. You're here in an unofficial capacity just for fun, just for information. Right. You haven't seen Dennis as a patient before. No, and always would. Be very careful about patients' privacy. Wouldn't talk about a patient in public. But no, you're right. We're just here to talk generally about yeah, uh, right. cardiology issues. Yes, yeah. and we we talk about him in public, so that <laughs> <laughs> we we can do that work for you. Uh, yeah. So I also thought that maybe Dennis's reputation as a patient would make its way around cardiology circles, but that's not the case. Right? <laughs> <laughs> My partner came to me just today and said, "Man, this guy Dennis." Yes. <laughs> Really. <laughs> now I'm working with the Bryn Mawr medical specialists. That would be Dr. Mather, Dr. Shanduk, and the uh, pulmonary guy, I forget, Dr. Aboud. My first guy who still comes out to see us is was Clay Warnick. 
Okay. But, I mean, his offices are so far away. One, Kennett Square in Westchester. He's the guy who was handing you beers at the Orehouse. I love it. (laughs) Cardiologist. (laughs) Maybe I'm not doing this right. (laughs) But he's a St. Dennis guy. He lives in St. Dennis, but he's out at Chester County Hospital. Oh, okay. A little too far. I'm going there 10 years. But just to give Mike a little little more info, uh, you know, Talked about Jet. Dennis is a least, he's the leader of our band, Chico's Vibe. Um, but it's likely news to you for a good, I don't know, last 10 years you've had heart issues, right? 12. 12 years? I, yeah. Bob okay. is 57. How old am I now, Gab? 68. Eight. Eight. Okay, it's, so It's Gab's job to remember how old <laughs> Dennis is. I can't even remember that's my an, age. That's another thing to put on your title. Yeah. But I feel like this year in particular, the AFib's been more prominent issue for yeah you. i never You're, had afib until okay. january 14th i think or something like that so then you get you get he gets the gigs and he just says i'm an afib or <laughs> yeah. this song's gonna put me in afib <laughs> right. <laughs> right so i being uninformed stand on the stage and wonder do we need like paddles or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly why don't you let why don't you let the doctor explain well, that's okay. so yeah can you give us your, however, whatever you want to say, your overview of AFib? And I've been told, but secondhand, that you can seriously nerd out on this kind of stuff. So feel free to nerd out. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, happy to. A- atrial fibrillation is the most common arrhythmia or irregular heart rhythm that patients have. And, you know, it's estimated 5 million. To, or more people have that right now by 2030 that might be 12 million so very common wow. okay. any day we see patients in the office we're seeing multiple folks who either have atrial fibrillation have had atrial fibrillation okay so very common mm-hmm. so like what is it what um you know it's common but what do you want me to explain no you, <laughs> no, you, you, you can explain and then he can tell say if you're right i mean if you want to explain i might send you to work tomorrow it's the <laughs> lower the lower atrium or whatever that uh kind of wax out yeah they're not in sync ex- exactly correct so usually here i am telling this to a bunch of musicians right your heart has this very organized electrical impulse right that starts in the top chambers the atria with you have a natural pacemaker up there it goes top chamber electricity, comes down to the bottom chamber, and that same impulse fires. So you kind of get this top bottom, which is the lub dub. Right. That's normal rhythm, okay. or what we call sinus rhythm. Yeah. Atrial fibrillation is like somebody throwing a switch in the top chambers, and it's kind of like an electrical storm up there. It's just a storm of electricity. And so what's happening now, the natural pacemaker is just kind of overwhelmed and turns itself off. And the bottom chambers, which are looking to the top for their inspiration, are basically seeing just a storm of electricity. So the thing you feel, and John, here's what Dennis may be experiencing, all of a sudden, in an instant, your heart starts to beat often very rapidly and irregularly. Okay. So when you, like, you can feel it, Dennis, when you... I, but, I but you always seem to look at your watch and say, I'm an Oh, infant. because I have the uh, ECG now, on here and oh, okay. the heart... So you can see your BPMs in, in real time. Is like Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. right here. I'm at 68 now. I'm very relaxed. Anyway, I don't get that. You know, I just sort of get fatigued. Uh-huh. You know, I'm like, ah. 
the uh, highest I've seen my heart rate hit is is like 135, and that's been on stage right at the house uh, when it was hot, hot. you know um so what what i have written probably not correctly well what did dennis do to himself to cause this yeah. <laughs> but what, ca- what oh, causes it and then separately what is triggers, is, triggers it? is there a genetic cause for this because i have my uncle and my aunt both have it had it for years there there are some genetic predispositions to certain arrhythmias, but atrial fibrillation, I think, is mostly common because the most common risk factor to answer, you know, some of your questions is just getting older, and unfortunately, none of us can stop that. We don't have a medicine for that yet. (laughs) (laughs) Chico is raising his hands in triumph, like, see? (laughs) Here's here's what happened to me, but mid-January, and... Yeah, I'm downstairs watching TV. I got the dog next to me and the whole deal, eating McDonald's. And uh, Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> okay, there's one. There it is. You, you, you might be able to put McDonald's on the risk factor <laughs> yeah. list as well. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I was having pains up Wait, here. Wait, were you like, smoking too? I don't know if I'm up in the house. No, I would oh, okay. have to go out to. So I'm when sp- he went to get McDonald's. <laughs> I'm having yeah. like these... <laughs> You were Not smoking your McDonald's. pains, you know, just like, su- would you shut up? <laughs> Why? Why the comes downstairs? He's got a hammer. <laughs> you got to burn the plastic out. <laughs> anyway, this is like 2 a.m., you know, uh, my my time, and uh, I'm starting to feel these pains, slight pain, and they're not going away. I'm Now I'm worried because, you know, I had the thing and it, it, 12 years ago. So finally, um, you know, I took a, um, I have nitrostats, uh, you know, I took one of them, nothing, took an aspirin, nothing, still there, so I go wake Monica up, <laughs> I said, hey man, I'm gonna go to the hospital, you know, something's going on, I don't know if I'm having a heart attack, I don't know what this is, but I gotta go, and I learned my lesson from when I had my heart attack like 12 years ago uh, because I drove myself to the hospital. Allison's with me, but I drove. Oh. She said, I can't drive. I just I took an Ambien an hour ago. I'm like, uh, I'll drive. And there I go, driving to Chester County Hospital. I lived in Westchester at the time. And we get there, and, you know, I'm like kind of out of it. And I pull right up into a space right next to the door of the emergency room. And Allison's like, Dan, you can't park here. It says parking for physicians only. I'm like, what the F, you know? So there I am backing out of a space, <laughs> you know, having a heart attack. I'm back getting all stressed out. <laughs> so... So anyway, you know, I go in, and you got, I said, I'm having, like, heart pains. And immediately, I had, like, ten nurses, or, like, flies buzzing all around. I got the stuff here, here, here. They're hooking me up, bring me back in the room. Doctor comes in. He says, well, unfortunately, you're having a heart attack. I said, oh, that's great. Now, we're going to be here with you. We're going to be here with you. So they bring me up to the cath lab, and... And I go, went in, whatever, they, they put in a stent. And the next morning, 
I'm laying in bed in the hospital, and that surgeon came in. I remember his name, Dr. Boyack. He came in and he says, well, we're not even sure if you had a heart attack yet. You know, we have to look at your enzyme count. Oh, okay. And he's, you know, and a little while later he comes back. Well, you did have one. You know, there was some enzyme thing going on. He said, but uh, I, I don't want to make you feel good. But I don't know if he said it. You know, it's kind of mild. It's like maybe a two out of a ten. I'm like, that's good by me. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll my keys. I'll take, I'll take You're that. Like, That's good because I'm parked illegally in a position <laughs> spot. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> I start, you know, they gave me this pill, that pill, that. So I started going every six months to Dr. Warnick. Brad, love that guy. He coaches St. Dennis football, too, by the way. Ah. So, fast forward 12 years, January. What's going on? You know, Monica, let's go take me up i go up same thing again i'm having chest pains all these nurses now i'm in Bryn Mawr hospital yeah all these nurses all over the place and they bring me back and put me on you know the the table in 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 the exam room doing he is it ekg or ecg uh you can go either way okay <laughs> on my watch it says ecg and you know in the hospital oh. saying ekg so anyway Boom, boom, boom. And the nurse there says, you're not having a heart attack. You're an AFib. I go, well, I don't feel like a pump. No, you're an AFib. Says it right here. All right, so now I'm an AFib. Don't have a heart attack. They bring me up to a room. But no, not a room like an emergency room because the hospital was booked. There's no rooms. Oh, okay. So I'm like in this little, my feet are hanging off, you know. I'm in this stupid emergency room. And, you know, they kept coming in and checking and they're giving me this. I got intravenous stuff going in me. And they're waiting. I think my heart rate was jumping between like 110 and 130. And, you know, it was going up and down. And finally, after a while, it just settled. Huh. Right? So ship me home you know the next morning i was so happy to get out of that room and the the meds that now this is dr mather the meds they put me on were zeralto right and multac yep okay so add them to you know my daily repertoire of of uh does either one have like a good jingle? Anyway, you know, like that's how I remember the names. Yeah. I, I got a good really good from January to June. Then my heart starts going in AFib, and I'm like, ah, they, I got that thing in me too, the loop filter, right? The little loop uh, recorder, loop recorder, right? Whatever. It's like, what tiny is, can I ask? Thing. What is that? I I ask out of concern because at some point I feel like. We on the stage are going to have yeah. to know what's going We're on. Gonna with know. Yeah. So the well, anyway. I don't, no, I, I'm trying to. Oh, you want to tell? <laughs> I'm going to tell. He's going to explain the loop. Recorder. So I was just going to say the loop recorder uh, is a very small. Think about something the size of a paper clip, almost yeah. like a AAA battery, hammered kind of flat, and they can tuck that just underneath the skin, and it can be in there up to two, three years, and effectively monitor your heart rhythm. So your cardiologist can kind of know 
when did you go in AFib? How long were you in AFib? Oh, exactly. How fast is it that's going? That's cool. It can't do anything to your heart. It's really just there to watch and listen. Right. But that's then, it. It's not like you know, a pacemaker. That's awesome. Okay. It can uh, be really know, helpful information. Dr. Ch- Chandak. So uh, there's no danger of you being near electrical equipment? Like, like, like <laughs> Lightning have, storms? Like, you know a, what? like a monitor's You know what gonna... pisses me off? Here's what pisses me so off. So many so. things, Dennis. Right. But what? what? <laughs> so I got the stent. There's metal in that, I think. Correct. And I got this, uh, the loop recorder. It's yeah. metal. And I have this card that I have to carry in case I set off the metal detectors anywhere oh, I go. Yeah. I've been wanting to show them that card <laughs> for 12 years, and it's never happened. <laughs> Airports, stores, nothing. Right, you can't yeah. have a CAT scan with it, too, probably. What's that? Is? You can't have a CAT scan. Like You have to tell them, or else it will fly out of your chest. It might go flying right out. Because it's yeah. a giant magnet, basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, you know, it's from, from January to June. Totally cool. No AFib, nowhere. June comes around, and Stephanie, who works for Dr. Mather, you know, she's not a nurse practitioner, and she's not a doctor. There's something in between, mm-hmm. like an elevated step from whatever. Anyway, she's the one that calls me. Your heart was an AFib last night, you know, and you were in it for 17 hours, like pinpoints the times and all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I thought so because I'm just out of energy. And that happened a few times, a bunch of times in June. (laughs) Anyway, we set up an appointment. I go up and she's there and I was checking this thing. Yes. All time. That's why you keep seeing me yeah, looking yeah. at my watch. Anyway, I'm checking it, checking it, and sometimes it's sinus, sometimes it's AFib. You know, I checked it right before I went in the doctor's office. So I go in, she gives me an EKG, and she said, you want to make a bet on what it is? I said, yeah, I'll bet you. I'll bet you I'm in sinus rhythm. She said, well, what's the bet? I said, whatever my copay is, you're paying it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, she says, I'm going to bet it's the other way. Well, it came up, no AFib, sinus rhythm. I'm like, ha, 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 go pay my bill. (laughs) So I said, you know what I think the trigger might be? She goes, what's the trigger? I said, I'm on stage in these hot environments now. Like, even inside and in, in clubs, like I'm sweating my brains out and like outdoor concerts. It's just so hot and I'm getting worn out. That's before I got my new fan, <laughs> which keeps me cool, man. I'm telling you, she said, Oh, definitely that would do it. And I s- said, you know, I've been eating such a lousy food like fast food all the time, wah wah junk, this and that. She goes, How about drinking? I said, I re listened to a podcast recently where Dennis was like, like, I love drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you want to call John Gebhardt. (laughs) 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 But she said, I said, You know, my drinking is kind of like binge drinking. Right. And she said, you got to cut the binge drinking out. You know, by binge drinking, I'm talking 10 beers, five shots. You know, I'm going to a gig. People are 
the one gig yeah. we were talking about when I asked Wedding. somebody for a beer, and all of a sudden we had ten of them lined up in front of me. Yeah. Well, I won't say. Say it. Say it. I was going to say maybe saying, "Hey, can you get me a beer?" would <laughs> probably deter from that happening. You know. Well, I I'm, I'm serious. I'm, I'm you just know, the, you know the, shooting in the, the wind. The groom had two beers in his hand. Right, <laughs> and I'm, by that time I'm cool with the groom and all that stuff. And I said, "You gonna drink both of those? I could go for a beer." But a boom, everybody! Well, oh, yeah. get you, you need there, a beer. Yeah. You need a beer. You need a beer. There you go. And the shots are coming along. Hey, too. I have another quick question. Yeah, that watch does it tell time? <laughs> by any chance? We didn't even get to that story okay. yet. That's fire. That's later. We can let Mike leave before we get to <laughs> so, that story. So, doctor. <laughs> I stopped the actual binge drinking. Right. But she also, Stephanie also told me, you got to really hydrate. So I've been drinking like so much water and what are the, the body armor light? Um, you know, the, uh, what's that stuff called? The Like the Knights of Electrolytes Honor. Electrolytes. And, Electro right. Like and it's like shields and stuff. Doesn't have any extra sugar, you know, no sodium, no nothing. So you got extra sodium and <laughs> yes. all that. All that fast food you're eating. So I cut that out, drinking a lot of water, trying to get better sleep. And I've been fine since then. Smoking well, cigarettes. Well, Dr. Mike, yes. Cigarettes. What, should they be avoided? <laughs> Any cardiologist who starts recommending smoking should probably lose their license. Nobody <laughs> <How do you laughs> recommended smoking. For that good tar taste. didn't mention cigarettes. I, mean, I told Stephanie. <laughs> I said, look, you know, I'm smoking probably 10 cigarettes a day. She says, well, I don't know if that would really cause you to go into AFib. Right. To be fair to her, she's probably right about that. It's very bad for you for a whole host of other reasons. Other reasons, yeah. no doubt about it. No but right, about it. probably less of an AFib And, trigger. you know, I was supposed to go to Jamaica for a week. Um, and I'm, you know, the day before I'm in AFib, I'm like, oh, I don't I'm like sitting at home like this. And I said, Monica, I'm not going. But why? Because <laughs> I don't even feel like moving from here to the other side of the couch, you know? So I called Dr. Mather and Stephanie's talking to me. And she said, uh, she said, you should go. She goes, you're not in any, you're not in any Did danger. Do you want this to be Edit it out, because does Monica know that somebody told you you could go? I told <laughs> okay. Monica. Okay, I just want to make sure. She said you're not in any danger. But you didn't go. No. Right. And and I think that's that's probably a fair assessment. You know, when we meet patients with atrial fibrillation, I often try to explain to them there's kind of two decisions we need to make, the most important of which is kind of a that-day decision is how do we best protect you against stroke, right? So yeah, that's the, the thing. The I would biggest risk with atrial fibrillation is it significantly increases the risk of stroke. And many patients who have atrial fibrillation, that risk, and we, we assess that risk through a number of different clinical characteristics, but for most patients with atrial fibrillation, that risk of stroke is high enough that we want to add a blood thinning medication. Which and I that, have one, right? Precisely. Oh, okay. That's what your Xarelto is. And that's what I tell patients. That's like decision number one today in the office we've got to make because that's the most important thing we can do. Now, the other one I take, uh, Multac. Right. 
What is... So it's interesting, right? So then I tell folks, okay, if we've got a good strategy for protecting you against stroke, and for most patients, that's an oral form of a blood thinner, a pill form of a blood thinner. For a few patients, there are devices we put into the heart to prevent stroke. That's a little more obscure down the road, but for most patients, that's a pill. Then we turn to that second question, what should we do about the atrial fibrillation? Should we give you a medicine to try to keep you out of it? Should we do a procedure? Should we do nothing? So just to circle back a little bit, you said, hey, you know, when you're in atrial fibrillation, you don't feel like your heart's racing, but you just feel kind of winded and tired. Yeah. There are folks who are in atrial fibrillation who are in atrial fibrillation all the time who don't have any symptoms. And as long as we have their heart rate under control and their blood thinned, sometimes we just let those folks be. Mm-hmm. However, for folks like yourself... We've got that stroke risk controlled, but because you feel poorly in atrial fibrillation, we've got to address that second question, well, what do we do to keep you out of it? Right. And there we have a couple different things in our toolkit, a series of medications like Multac, the one you take. There are several others. Sometimes we also think about ablation procedures. That's a more invasive approach. I know what it is. And often we kind of proceed in a stacked fashion of saying, hey, if you're in atrial fibrillation and it goes away the first time, maybe we just thin your blood and watch. If it comes back, then we think about adding a medicine to try to keep you out of it if it's bothering you. If it's still coming back, okay, now we're starting to think about invasive procedures. So it's kind of a tiered approach. Mm. Can fatigue be a sign of um, a side effect of uh, blood thinners as well? It's... We don't think of those as specifically causing fatigue. Mm-hmm. A lot of patients will tell us anecdotally they feel cooler with blood thinners. Uh, that's not kind of, we haven't documented that. Like cool like this? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You guys are all just cool because you're in a band, uh, right? Yeah. So, it's, <laughs> so when I went in for that checkup, Stephanie kept calling me, you're an AFib, you're an AFib. I go in and she's, you know, we do the EKG and I tell her all the lousy things I've been doing. And she said, well, there's one of three things we can do. She said, one, the first would be an ablation. Correct. And uh, she said, I'm kind of pushing towards that. I'm, But you don't have to do it. The other is a change in medication. And I forget what she said it was, but... She said, you know, we'd have to keep you in the hospital for 48 hours to assess. Correct. The third thing is you could change some of your your bad habits and see what happens. I said, I'm going with that. Right. You know, I'll start hydrating a lot. Uh, I'll try to control my binge drinking, which I didn't on Sunday. I hung out with the liners afterwards. (laughs) But, (laughs) But, you know, food, this and that. I can't lose this. You know, I'm out there walking two miles a day now. Nothing. I'm not losing any weight, but whatever. At least my heart's getting a little bit of a workout from it. So So that's what I did, and it's been cool ever since. And that was uh, June, and we're in August now. I haven't had AFib since. Okay. I didn't know that. I've been worried about that. I mean... So we'll let you get out of here soon because I know you got college planning. That's today. great, man. I'm that's but very what cool. is is there any are there things that we as a band need to worry about? Because I mean, if like heat and performance are causing him 
Or are we just fine? We just, you know, just what should we be prepared for, if anything? Yeah, I think you'll be okay because, and, you know, to get back to what you're saying about, hey, it's okay to go to Jamaica, it's true that as long as we've got you on a blood thinner and when you're in atrial fibrillation, the heart rate isn't going too crazy, too fast. Right. You may go in and out of it and be just fine. People do that. They go to work. They Mm -hmm. exercise. They travel. Um, So it's not unreasonable to say, I'm going to do my normal things, even if I'm in a fib. And usually it's not the sort of thing that would precipitate a big crisis on stage or something like that. Ah, Good to know. Well, as long as these guys know what's going on with me. Right. You know, I told Gabby years ago, I'm sure he forgot. But <laughs> why does Gab take I'm, I'm always the brunt of everything. Well, I don't understand well, this why. This is years ago me and you were actually friends. Oh, oh again. This is, sad. Man. Yeah, this is, this is him. There's, I probably okay. told you to There's also, a lot of subtext going on. You know, on. I yeah, there is. Yeah. I keep a little the, the, the little nitrostat in my gig bag. You know, all my other stuff, and I told you years ago, I said, look, man, if I have a heart attack on stage or something. Right, I remember that. Okay, yeah, so I remember. That. Right. See? We got him. We got it. I don't think he remembered. He just <laughs> and, and, but oh, just thanks, Kev. I appreciate that. But just to say congratulations on making some of those changes because those things really can um, improve people's quality of life and decrease the frequency of atrial fibrillation. Uh, It's interesting, if you've heard the term kind of holiday heart, that often refers to people having a really big holiday festive meal that's salty. Oh, yeah. A lot of alcohol going into atrial fibrillation and starting to feel terrible because of all of those things together. So that is a real phenomenon. So less salt, more exercise, you know, less alcohol better hydration, those things will all help. The other thing I'll just throw out there, and I don't know anything about your history in regards to this, the one that can sneak up on a lot of people is sleep apnea or uh, abnormal I sleeping wear the at thing night. Now. Right. So yeah. if you have sleep apnea, which is kind of an inefficient breathing yeah, process yeah, at yeah. night, that can make atrial fibrillation more likely. And if you get the sleep apnea under control, that can often decrease the frequency and severity of atrial yep. fibrillation oh, symptoms. Cool. Yep. That's Dr. Shondick told me, the guy that put the thing in the, what's it called? Loop recorder. The loop A loop recorder. recorder. Yep. Yeah, I'm so impressed. I'm sending both you guys to the office tomorrow. <laughs> I'm taking off. <laughs> he said, uh, do you snore at night? I said, well, well my, that, that could my, be another episode. Mom yeah. was ready <laughs> to yeah. kick me out. <laughs> I'll <Wow>. say yes. <laughs> yeah. He said, Our, hey, Fib, you, you got to sleep. Go do the sleep study. And then they sent me to Dr. Aboud. And, yeah. you know, he said, I have moderate sleep apnea. missed the hit. Yeah. Moderate. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's the hearing episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so now I wear it. <laughs> I wear a CPAP. Right? <laughs> what? <laughs> Next week, sleep. Followed he just by. mentioned, you know, sleep apnea. I know. Uh, I said, I think this Use next promo code episode. coupon and get digestion for free. It's all part of this AFib, though. Emodium, emodium. Can so we do the go. intestine song? Come on, do it. <laughs> you know, and Monica, just to be fair to her, she's doing great. Like, she orders these dinners, 
uh, that I'm get delivered to the house. She hasn't killed you. So that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. She wants me to do this and that, and I, you know, I'm kind of lax with this stuff. She tells me I shouldn't be, but you know, it's just me. So there you go. All right, there we go. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Well, you know, Thank and you. you folks out there thought we Dr. were just Michael like Costa. dumb musicians that didn't know anything. And we got a doctor here and we're talking clinical <laughs> stuff. <man. laughs> and I think, you know, to some extent, it sounds like you've had a great experience with a group of doctors. And I think the important thing is that while we have some big picture kind of algorithms and treatment pathways for atrial fibrillation, Everybody's care is often very individualized by what they're responding well to, what their symptoms are, what their different medical circumstances right. are. So I think that's really the key is starting with a cardiologist and, and kind of working through that process. And there is some trial and error. It may make you feel like you're a bit of a guinea pig, but often we have to say, hey, the best Fine thing we me. can imagine is that this will work. Let's try that and see how we do. Makes I've sense. never been afraid to take medicine and try this, be a guinea pig. That's fine by me. Cool. I have no problem with it. So anyway, We're since you said there's like, how many people with AFib? Well, it's at least 5 million if you look on kind of Mayo Clinic's information. What if we get estimate. all those people listening, <laughs> listening to, to this the podcast? podcast. Oh, see? Yeah, right. wow. That's true. We see, could, it's uh... not like the podcast nobody listens to or Social whatever. Social media, we can link, you know, we can tag the AFib <laughs> People are going to start Community. saying, "Yes, can you get like a brain surgeon next month? <laughs> yeah, right. That's where we're headed. If uh, I go to the American College of Cardiology meeting next year and I see you guys on stage, yeah. I'll know we succeeded. <laughs> we do a live on-air brain mapping. Like, maybe Matt has the top of his head cut off and then they do that thing where they touch different parts. Stick it's the like, electrodes oh, in. Uh, oh, there's the speech center. <laughs> or like uh, my buddy from the Orr house. What's his face? <laughs> oh. <laughs> now, the little quip I made, just one more thing. little quip I made about my hearing causing the AFib, I think there's something to do with that. Because as my hearing got worse, and, you know, I can't sing on key anymore. Gabby's got to chime in to bring me up. And I completely <laughs> lost my, well, give me some help. What are you talking about? We're going to get there. Don't My worry. confidence is just shattered. It created anxiety and stress. Well, I'm sure everything just starts to fall yeah. on top of each other. That's a normal process. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just saying it probably yeah. stress, I'm sure, can you should try. Oh, yeah. You should yeah. try shrooms when you're stressed out. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, let's let Mike... Uh, Escape while he can. Yeah, thank you very much, man. <laughs> thank you very much. Yes, for, thank uh, you. Agreeing. It's been an absolute pleasure, and I hope you all have great health on and all your adventures. Thank all right. you, thank you, sir. Thanks, Dr. Michael Costell. Yeah, all right. You know, I know they got a lot of stuff for eyes, LASIK surgery. When are they going to come up with something for run, the ears? Run like while you can. <laughs> Again, if you're taking advice from me about your ears, yes, <laughs> you have judgment issues. Like, do you have a friend that does just All eyeballs? Right. Thank you, you have Dr. An eyeball Mike. Thanks, guys. Thank you. All right. Well, next up, we got to plan the Martin Scorsese Chico's Vibe movie. Oh, yeah. Which or is it focus... Coppola now? Is it Coppola? Unless it's Total Apocalypse now, it kind of is. You know. This is an apocalypse now or the horror, isn't it? Was the, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Heart of Darkness, it was based, based on, on Joseph Conrad. Joseph Conrad. Yeah. Did you know Joseph Conrad was... Not personally. Polish? 
I, if I knew, I forgot. I read about it. You know, like I told you, John Cabot was Italian <laughs> the other day. It's like, get out of here. So his name really wasn't Conrad, I guess. Probably not. No. Yeah. You should watch the documentary about the making of that movie. Oh, just I as, did. Just as an interesting, if not more. I did. He had, he had a heart attack. Martin Sheen. <laughs> Martin Sheen had a heart attack, heart attack. Uh, during the filming of it, and uh, he was in Coppola tense. had a heart attack, did he? And a nervous breakdown. Wait, who was the second one? Coppola had a had a nervous breakdown uh, <laughs> after dur- that dur- movie during the the shooting of so it. So you would know it's Coppola, not Coppola, right? I don't, I don't know. I I always said Coppola, and I thought uh, I thought that's how he pronounced it. Well, I j- I just don't yeah. know. So good, that's what I'll go with. But. Anyway, yeah, his okay. daughter to Sofia Coppola. I've usually heard. Oh, okay. So they're going to make a movie Bull. of this summer. It could be a disaster movie. It could be a horror movie. It could be a triumph. We're going. We don't know how it's going to end yet. But the summer so far mm. has been. Uh, it's been really, really interesting. You know, we've Even talked about other gigs that could make Netflix series. There have been just so many, I think, crazy incidents this summer. Uh. You know, starting with Rose Tree Park and and you know. Just to you, be in early getting, August and have that many stuff, yes, that much so stuff happen stories. already. Is, is, and you're is, getting you know. late to the stage. That was the beginning of where... The, I love that part. Yeah. And then we, we you know, but we, we have a bunch of new songs that we've been debuting that sound great. But, you know, there's there's it, these incidents. Uh, you know, if we run, run forward, there's sort of, there were some normal gigs in there. There's Brad Marsh's wedding. I mean, I think you're late to that too, but... but. I was... No, I had AFib. That was okay. an AFib wedding for me. Oh, okay. <clears throat> then what, there was the Ben Franklin house. The, the fun part of that is odd, but that was normal. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right? I, I was thinking right. about having Ott on as a guest, I love but that, that could be, so da- oh, that could be dangerous. Yes. He hated the wedding planner. Maybe the very last <laughs> podcast we do. <laughs> when we want to get canceled, <laughs> yeah. we can have Ott, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Bart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's the other guy from the Crystal Tea Room? Oh, that's uh, oh. Miguel. M- Miguel. Miguel, I Miguel. love that guy too. We have the same birthday, me and Miguel. Oh, cool. And one time we had a wedding on the night of my birthday, and he's like, "It's my birthday." I'm like, "It's mine too." He's like, Ha-ha. "I'm like, no, I'm serious. It is." Or we could go find the dude from Springfield. Oh my! Oh, still Mario. Alive. <laughs> Mario. Yeah, <laughs> But anyway, go ahead. No, the best right. of the best. But I have where things started. It's probably started earlier. Things are really. It's been this compressed segment where things have just been a little bit nuts. I have it starting with at Valley Beach. Um, maybe maybe before that, but Valley Beach was. It was oppressive heat. It yes. wasn't too hot, but yeah. it was very, it was oppressive. It was, it was hot. oppressive yeah. on stage. We had two subs, and I don't know. You know. I think we all had a problem with it. Attention that night and things. Second set, the things, things went a little bit crazy. Awry. Yeah, and and you know, things happen with sub drummers, but yeah, what the drum fills were like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't remember what I oh, said. Oh, no, you no, like? No, I lost every it. drum fill was like going to be making love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Every song, and had then the like, sl- each yeah. song would kind of slow down. Dude, but it wasn't it wasn't like that way on the first set. It was great, but then something happened on the second set. Like, and, oh god! Um, and I'm just like, it's I remember be a long tossing night. him a solo somewhere, <laughs> and I thought he was gonna like nail it because he was playing he solos like, yeah. 
all over the place all night long. And then he just played like a. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but then we started the third set and we started with the slowest version of One Love. One Love. It was that I've ridiculous. ever heard in my life. I said, I was said to Ed, I feel like I'm in a. It's a nightmare where I'm drowning, and this is the music that's playing. I can't, I can't get up to the surface. And there's like and then three I'm, beautiful women asked us for, you know, and here we are. One love. And then I was an idiot because I was over on the steps singing with Ed, and I'm singing the high harmony, but it's like this, that song wound up being like seven minutes long. And I'm like, what? By the end, I couldn't sing anymore. <laughs> mm. And I had the big prince dancing in front of me, the, the gigantic guy. Um, what the heck's his name? Uh, Nick Benelli's body. <laughs> I don't even know who you're talking about. But I think the the, the main ingredient is the heat. heat. Yeah. Oh, because man. heat makes that uh, something that stage would, would sound was horrible would, too. that yes. annoys you and you could uh, let it, it just, roll it magnifies it just magnifies it. everything yeah, absolutely just like, but, but, you know. but then i don't know if we want to go here but the end of the night do you, do you guys remember the end of the night uh-huh okay <laughs> uh-huh we're on stage and dennis was nowhere three songs out no <laughs> <laughs> And we're never that's allowed right. back at Valley Beach. No, that's not true. <laughs> Since that occurred. So you said the manager put uh, Johnny on a spot. Well, if we had, <laughs> there are porta potties out there. I don't want to go here. We we have to start using those now. I said you threw them off the I, scent though, because you dropped Matt Gallagher's business card <laughs> in, in the uh, inside the room. So you're like, this was uh, found. You, at you the came CIA back there. on the stage. Yeah. Wearing wearing your shirt shirt over your pants. Yeah, cause okay. <laughs> trust me. Yeah, we don't have to go any further. Yeah, we're not. I going think we further. got the picture. Oh my god. Okay. An Oppenheimer moment. The poor soul. <laughs> the poor soul that had to go into that. It was stall. a delayed sound. The incident happened, and then <laughs> we have the critical mass and hits the plutonium. It exponentially grows. Becoming more powerful. All right, next. <laughs> Shield your eyes. <laughs> next, next. That gig just, I hated that gig. The good. heat, the sound on stage was horrible. It was, it was mush. It was a tough gig. Jeez. <laughs> but then, the next gig, mm. it's the first appearance of the Dennis Chiquito fan. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. Oh, that was. Oh, the big Wilson, fan. The Wilson Farm Wilson Park. Wilson Farm Park. Yeah. Yes. So we're on stage. It's 10 of, 5 of. I had two fans. It was almost 5 of. 5 of. And we're in a big crowd of people. No Waiting. Dennis. No Dennis. Right. But Stress then Dennis's left. vehicle. I go into AFib yes. at that point. <laughs> Debbie's like, I don't know if he's face down in a ditch somewhere. And then he goes into AFib. Yeah. <laughs> but then this vehicle comes cruising across the, the park grounds. Right. <laughs> right? With, with the uh, uh, vehicle with, behind me. My with crew. And you got yelled at. She came right up to me. Hillary came right up to me. You don't drive that fast in the park. You know, there's people walking. There's children. I said, all right, Hillary, you know, come so on. Did you? <laughs> I remember the word. You know, driving. Wait, 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 wait. It's not important. It's only, it's only the contact yes. for the gig. Yeah. Right. The woman and enhances I didn't the chest. Just so limit. the people know, there aren't really any roads in the park. 
we drive down. It's a pathway that they allow us to drive down so we could get to the stage to unload equipment. And a question I had this. Did you guys buy the fan on the way to the gig? No, Did you stop I think I bought it the fan? day before. Step okay. one. Yeah, the I knew it was going to be hot, and I was afraid of the AFib thing. So Step I brought two, my nephew James and his girlfriend and her friend, and they carried the stuff down. Yes. So that's what that's what got to the stage first. The entourage yeah, that was just set up. Like it, was at almost the like a, it was almost like an America's Got Talent tryout. Like a crew came in and started setting stuff up first before you came out. Right. Like, Yes! <laughs> oh, I wonder what this acts. But granted, this is oh, all at what? like two, <laughs> two to three minutes before yes! we're supposed to start. <laughs> I know everybody laughs, but it's not fun. It's, it's <laughs> funny. Come yeah. on! No, I said it's, it's not stressful. fun. Yeah, that's true. Hey, let's, I didn't let's say it's not funny. I said it's not fun. So there's three or four people on the stage setting Dennis's stuff up before you got there. Oh yeah, they and came then so me. this woman's unboxing a fan, <laughs> putting yeah, it hasn't been put together yet. It's still in the box, taped, closed, yes. and she pulls out the instructions. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, Ed goes you step can't... step one: become lead singer of a band. <laughs> you can't step make this two. up. Purchase a fan. Purchase a fan. <laughs> Step three. Have Find people a bunch that of will friends. assemble it for you. I had two fans that night. I had the little floor fan, too. That fan has been my best purchase this summer. That's not what Brian Farr would say, but we'll get yeah, to that. Yeah, we'll get wow. to that. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, Keeps me cool. I'm drinking a lot of water. Mayfib hasn't hit me since. That's That's good to know. <laughs> but we, we we did we made that was a hot gig but we made yes. we made it through. we made it through yeah, yeah. Made it through that that was a good one yeah but the Kimberton Fairgrounds yes that was Brian Farr got out of his car and just went this is bullshit that's how hot it was <laughs> <laughs> that's how hot it was and it was ungodly and, hot and it was I was just leaning up against George's van. Like, just kind of staring, and, like, water was just... I, I felt <laughs> like somebody turned on a faucet <laughs> in the back of my head, and my eyebrows were the only thing keeping water from blowing in my... <laughs> I, I, went like, I went like this with my eyebrows, and, and it washes like a down. squeegee. Yeah. Like, all this water kept going down. One of my favorite parts was tracking the dry spot on Tony's shirt. It was all dry, <laughs> and then it's just like... <laughs> it kept getting smaller and smaller. Yes. <laughs> It's funny when you said that, Brian said that, because there was a comedian, um, Bob Marley's actually is his name. You you probably know who he is, stand-up comic. And that's what he said. He's from Maine. And he goes, Do you ever, has it ever been so cold that it's bullshit? He said, you go outside, it's like, oh, it's cold. This is bullshit. That was so hot. But relief. Yes. And, and there was, was another it, one. It was an odd stage Terrible setup. sound. It was like the stage was, was like a subwoofer Actually, or something. I beg to differ on that. At Kimberton? Well, you Kimberton. know what it was? They had an old style like uh, air raid 
speaker, like the kind that goes out like that. Oh. And that was like, on the speeches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not our, not the system George, we were using. George said something like, I have nothing to do with that. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, they were speakers all over the polls. But also this gig was, I called it the Back to the Future Storm. Because that was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. it was like uh, this. So yeah, things cooled off. Yeah, so you have this huge vantage point of it's just an open. Oh, yeah, paint flat. the picture of where we are because yeah. we're on yeah. a stage, but we we have a view of this whole fair with yeah first you know first wheels and and this is serious fair. They got a, a serious size Ferris, Ferris wheel. Uh, oh, yeah. All this stuff. Do you see together. the cow down the road? I mean, yeah. that was another thing. Hot. Yeah. It's hot. <laughs> Yeah. Incredibly hot air, and Animal. when the breeze came, yes. you would get yeah. cow poop. You're like, Animal oh, defecation. Oh, oh. <laughs> so then um, the the sky just starts getting darker and darker, and, and the wind starts to kick up. And I saw lightning like traveling oh, yeah, sideways yeah. Across through the clouds. The clouds. Yeah. And just looking at George. Yeah, we're going to call it, right? We're going to call <laughs> it, right? We're going to call it. And Yaddish is behind me going, that was our last song, right? Is that our last song? <laughs> That was our last song. I think that was our last song. I think that was our last song. <laughs> I just slowly walked off the stage. <laughs> the valet parking? The valet parking? But, I mean, the, the lightning parking. just kept coming, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And here, there, over there, just kept kept the coming. People, the people there kept And it's the like, yeah. go ahead, honey. Go on the <laughs> drop yeah. right over there with the metal, you know, with the lightning. You'll have more fun. Don't worry about that 1.21 gigawatts of <laughs> electricity. <laughs> It would be a neat event to go back to when it's not so hot, but it was yes. a huge relief. And we were gathering a nice crowd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People, uh, yeah, we had a nice Because it crowd. was too hot to do anything, or people just were sitting at their benches yeah. and enjoying the music. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was yeah. cool. Open that Australian What did somebody say? Yeah. Are you guys not going to play? I can't do it. And, no. and no. I, said, I don't think so. Good. I said, bugger. Bugger. <laughs> <laughs> One of you guys down like in, in near the in the horn section said at the end of the night it doesn't feel like we're in pennsylvania yes <laughs> was that you <laughs> a lot of cowboy hats you know yeah. like around. and you know i'm not used to seeing that in pennsylvania like yeah. maybe you go down like cecil county or something in maryland you start to see that. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah we kind of were salt of the earth folks well, but we escaped that. Yes, and that was, and you know the we got out of there before that the storm hit. Storm came yeah, out. it was good. Uh, but I drove home in that in that storm though. Yeah, as I'm pulling, finally, when we're packing down, Gabby told me how to like drive up to the stage, so I got my uh, truck uh, way up there. <laughs> I got to tell this story too. There you go. <laughs> what? Go ahead. <laughs> so I'm leaving. I'm like the last guy to leave, you know, going in between those two houses. And there's just a guy standing there. He looked like a zombie. He looked like Frankenstein. I'm, they're just, I'm like, what the hell is this? I pull up. I go, you okay? Lightning he bad. Goes, you think they're still going to do the fireworks? <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't, I don't think they are. Uh, you know, it's lightning and all. I get 10 feet from him and I hear... But a boom, 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 boom! Oh, Fireworks they go. They did them. Wow. Yeah. They weren't fake in quality though. You know? uh. Uh. <laughs> go ahead, Gab. What do you say? So, of course, I forget when was that gig? Friday. Yes. Uh, Friday night. Yeah, it was a Friday night. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So night. it was. Yeah. It was the next night, and um, so Brian goes. Brian Farr was there, 
when he was still there when you were coming yeah, back to yeah. bring the car over. <laughs> so just to describe, behind the stage, there was a house behind us. Yes, yeah. I remember that But house. Yeah. there was also, like, large, there was a large, like, like a uh, almost like a front-end loader that yeah. was parked. Oh. And then next to that was a big mound of dirt. And a key And you had a pathway a to going around that, um, you know, uh, farming uh, vehicle, going around that, and you made it to the driveway that went out to Kimberton Road. So <laughs> Brian is directing him in, but he's watching Dennis come in. No, he wasn't directing me in. He was, I'm saying, he was watching you come in. Yeah. Because he was getting ready to leave, but you were pulling in. He was. So he said he's standing there, uh-oh. and Dennis's in lights. In his car. Yeah. His lights are getting closer and closer and closer, <laughs> and Brian's going, I don't, I don't think he's going to stop. And then all of a sudden he's going, wait a minute, where's he going? And he said, you went, you drove up into the mound. He went, where the hell is he going? He drove up. He was like, he's still going up. I went up. I didn't realize there was a mound of dirt under it because it was completely covered with high grass. I'm thinking like, oh, maybe it's it just- was. <laughs> it was a mound. So I get on that mound and I'm like, well, I got four wheel drive. I'm going to crush this thing. Oh, no. And Brian's in his car. And <laughs> he he's didn't saying, know it was the- what the hell is he doing? <laughs> he didn't I get know it was up the nature like, preserve. here he and I see Brian start to back. Away, <laughs> yeah, because he's like, he's gonna he's gonna roll into me. Ah, you got a four wheel drive, you could do all that stuff. I could have even put it into Chico's vibe monster truck, 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 Bradley, Bradley, Friday night in the storm, storm, storm. Oh my goodness, I didn't even know that story. That's just a little tidbit, you know. Oh, yeah. God. So then Saturday night, it was normal. We were down Stone Harbor yeah, Yacht Club. Which all gigs should be like that. Oh, boy. This brings us to the assault. Well, yeah. Uh There's so much more before the assault. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's at the at the ore house. Yeah. And Dominic's doing sound. And Dominic's testing out new equipment, too. Uh (laughs) (laughs) It's always something like that. I don't know what happened. But Ed Chakovsky went, look. Look, John just got yelled at by Dom. Look, John's timeout. Oh, oh, well, I can like, explain. He was leaning on on the like the the hostess wooden thing, right? And and John did have this incredible. Oh, this sad, is Johnny Two Shoes. Johnny Two Shoes had this face like, I just wanted to help. You want my help? <laughs> well, <laughs> I can explain. So, <clears throat> the Your House rented a system, speakers. Oh, okay. Bass bins and tops on them on both sides. That are permanently in there now. Wow. Mm. So they had them rented for the summer, but I think they're going to stay there for the whole summer. Okay. Um, and what they did was they tied all the uh, cables for those speakers in back where the DJ was. And there's a box on the wall. And what they did was this half, this side, there's like lows and tops. Okay. And then the same thing on this side. The right side of it was listed for band. The left side was listed for DJ. DJ. So when the DJ plugged his equipment in Uh-oh. and Dom oh. plugged his equipment in, they're supposed to be separate. Yeah. The way they were wired, they're wired in parallel. Oh, so when the DJ 
did something. That's where you heard that big like yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's that why was we had the to DJ wait to start. Okay, yeah. Dominic didn't know what was going yeah, on. He thought sense. Johnny would, was over there yeah. doing something, but it was wow, the DJ that actually right, he came right up to my mixer. And he's lowering this and that and the other thing. And for, and for my monitor, I'm going, boom, 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 boom. Everything's down. Now I can't even freaking hear myself. I can't anyway. But, uh, and it was the DJ the whole time. Well, yeah. That one time was the DJ. Yeah, twice. It happened yeah. twice. But, yeah. So if was, you, yeah. if, as the gig's getting ready to start, we're, we're all there. <laughs> but nobody knew where you were yeah i mean there was a reason for that oh am i telling a story if you want to i mean we can all you we can all you were there with you where it's 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 about a maybe like an assassination and it's told from everybody's different perspectives so maybe we can all tell our perspectives yeah Yeah, go you you go first all right vantage point so vantage point that's it it. yes i'm staying at nick Sava's house karen Sava. And it's only six, seven blocks away from the Orr house. Yes, that's the story. Yes. The person who was some the of closest. the closest. Yes. yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, we played at Stone Harbor. You know, I stayed at Nick's. Anyway, didn't drink at Stone Harbor. Gabby still don't believe me. Well, <laughs> didn't drink. I, it, first of all, there's not a, there wasn't even enough time. Nah, I was. I could have hung there with Rick Anthony the whole night or John Brennan or one of those guys. Anyway. Go back, go to sleep by probably 1 a.m. And I get up the next morning very early, like for me, like 7, 15, 7.30, because I had to pee, number one. So to pee, I got to come <laughs> out. You can edit that out, Matt. I got to come out. I got to come out of the room and like loop into the bathroom. It's, it's adjacent to the bedroom. And I come out and I'm in my underwear. <laughs> nice. Oh. Wait, yeah. Thank God for little favors. Yeah. You didn't, you forgot. You I come out and there's, uh, there's, uh, Susan O'Connor, Susan Liney O'Connor and Maria. And you're I just think- in tidy whities. <laughs> And I'm like, <laughs> I like New York in June. How about you? Yeah, I'm like, my underwear's hanging down. I'm like, ah, I don't care. <laughs> Just looped around. And, I, you know, I go back to sleep, wake up maybe an hour later, take a little walk. I go up to the promenade because there's a, a bench dedicated to Nick Sava right on the promenade, right, nice. right up from his house. So I go up, you know, I go to see his bench, look at it, you know, I'm walk up to the Wawa, get some breakfast. <laughs> wow, it's only two blocks I up. know, I just didn't think the story the, yeah. it was going to... I just think <laughs> we're going to be that detailed. <laughs> so anyway, go back home, eat breakfast, say, all right, I'm sleeping till you know, gig time. Five. Did you, happen, did you happen to tell anyone that you had to get up for a gig? Nobody was there. They were uh, at the beach. Okay. I don't go to the beach. Yeah. So anyway, I go in, I set this stupid cell phone Alarm for 3.30, we'll say. Anyway, the phone goes dead oh, as I'm sleeping. Yeah. I open my eyes, and I'm looking right at the clock that's on the nightstand, and it says 4.55. <laughs> and the gig starts at 5. Yeah. I'm already in these clothes. I just get up. My hair's like, blah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you sleep on your right side. I can tell you that, because. 
Uh, okay. Because the, the, the bed head was <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't mind that. You know, you want to poke fun at me? Go ahead, I'm people. Not, I, just let you know. Oh, I love it. I, you know, I love it. I love it. As long as my dog doesn't give me crap, like, hey, your hair's messed up. That's what's cool about dogs. Yeah, you know, they don't do that. Uh, then you got a problem. If, if, I get in the car and I'm the like. dog starts speaking English, you got a problem. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just, like, gun it up here, but no, see, uh, 25 yeah, miles an hour. Yeah. Creep, 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 creep up. Get over to the joint. Pull right up in front. I'm taking my stuff out. And I hear, like, you need help? My cousin Pat Augustine ah. and his wife. And anyway, I said, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he comes over. I give him my stool and music stand. I give her the fan. I go, yeah, bring that in. So I go to park. No spaces in the parking lot, of course. So I have to go like down to one of those side spots up against the bay. You know, I get out. Come park the Keenan's. There's, there's a, <laughs> took the jitney. <laughs> I get in and you guys are already on a third song. Yeah. Felt well, good. we knew you were there because it, it's at least the second gig your chair arrived before yes, you did. Which I love that Gabby announced it too. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and that that was just the beginning of the uh, the adventure. It'd be amazing yeah. if you were assembled like Legos. Like somebody just brings in your lower half first, <laughs> just a pair of legs. And then they bring the torso, you know. Put it. But then for me, Don was testing. Te Don was testing out stuff, so he, he was giving Ed and me wireless mics. And then uh, he, I guess it was he was he was trying to figure out your setup. But you get there, and about the same time, Don remembers he's got to turn on Ed's mic, and then he turns on your monitor, and it was like the scene from Back to the Future. Like, <laughs> <laughs> for me. I hated that monitor. I hate that monitor. I played the first two songs with the wireless twice. shut off. It's not I didn't clear, know it. uh -huh. clear like also, mine is. Yes, that was it. Was I just like I go to put mine up? No, no, use that. And I used it once or twice before. I, I remember. I just hate the thing. I'm never using it again, Dom. If you're listening, well. <laughs> but, but then fast forward to the end of the second. It was the end of the second set. End of the second set. And it's the incident. I don't think we recorded it before um, with, with uh, Bob Kelly. So, Poor Bob. Yeah. Yeah. So Geb, Geb and I saw it all. Yeah. I was I was standing right next to it. actually saw it happen. Yeah. I, I was, was standing right next to it oh, when it happened. Did you see the punch? Yeah, yeah the whole was, thing. Yeah. So I had come off the stage. I was kind of communicating with Bob on when we were going, when we were starting. I saw you talking When we were going on there. break and all that stuff. So... At the end of our second set, I walked across the stage to the stage right where the horns usually are, and the DJ booth was kind of in the back area of that stage, off the stage on the floor. So I'm walking over there, and Bob is walking to, like, between the stage and the, you know, our equipment was kind of cases and stuff on the floor. He was walking between there right in front of the DJ booth as I was getting to him this kid is behind him with a beer bottle and he starts pouring the beer bottle on him. It wasn't hitting him, but it was hitting him in the back. Yeah. But I'm looking at the floor and the floor is just getting covered in beer. And Bob like feels it on his shirt. Yeah. He turns around and he's like, what are you doing? And the kid 
lunges at him with the beer bottle to oh. pour it on his head. Yeah. And kept Bob Kelly then swats the beer bottle out of his hand. And the kid just like, I guess, when he swatted the bottle at, the kid probably thought he was trying to swing at him. And the kid... Like just unleashed and yeah, right he, crossed him right in the right in right his left eye. eye. Yeah. How old was the kid? Twenty one. Oh, they wild. actually released his. Did uh, they? Oh, okay. They they did press charges. Good. But, they should um, press charges. He has to go to court. I think next week. He's Michael spend time. Michael Ianone is his name. Oh, I just saw it today. Twenty one years old. He owes me and, money. Oh my God, we're doing his wedding next so, month. <laughs> <laughs> so the kid, the, you know, he hits. Bob and Bob actually falls back into Parky's back, bagpipes bag pipes. that were set up because you had just done the, yeah. the, the first <laughs> So he falls down. So I reach down and I grab Bob to help him up. He's grabbing his eye because his eye's starting to shut. It's all, you oh, can geez. see the blood starting yeah, to pop I saw it later. There was blood pouring down yeah. his face. And so I kind of help him up. Well, he gets up. He, he still had the mic, he never Did dropped he? the mic. <laughs> yeah. He was still DJing, oh folks, God. when he got punched, you know, <laughs> calling the next song. But anyway, him and the and the, the DJ, I can't remember his name, the DJ. Jerry. But he grabs the mic out of his hand, and then they both go running, running after, after him. him. Yeah. And I saw you. Yeah, I ran as well. You were running, yeah. too. Because I, I remember and looking like, oh, and going, oh, they're, they're never going to catch him. And then they got past me, and they did catch yeah. him. Um, so then I picked up your bagpipes. They looked like they were okay, but then yeah, we went fine. outside and I told you what happened. But anyway, go yeah. ahead. No, that was yeah. You got a kind of crazy. So I event. did. I actually got a call Monday from the police. Did you? CIO oh. police. Oh, because you were a witness. I had to give. Yeah, I had to give a, a statement. Okay, good. So. Wow. Yeah, that was. Uh, and he gave him Tony DeSantis' description. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. The guy's there, you know. So yeah, is, it, hit him is, with it, his is it a good thing or a bad thing that we didn't get mentioned in any of the articles? <laughs> it's bad. I think it's a good thing. Yeah, because we, we survived Polka Plats, that whole That's thing. Right. I don't know if we could have came back from this. Nah, you yeah. know, you know? What, what, what's the saying, John? No publicity is bad publicity. No publicity is bad publicity? Yeah. Publicity, yeah. Or yeah. any publicity is well, good publicity. Like that, any like publicity is good publicity. Yeah. That's, the, that's the true one. There you go. Yeah, and uh, just ask me about Scott Stetford, and we'll tell that story later on <laughs> about that publicity. So then if we're, go we're all riding home from the gig and we get texts from you Dennis do you remember those texts <laughs> it, it, no. doesn't. it doesn't oh you, well, you, oh I was wasted it, it yeah was, you yeah. weren't you weren't done for the night it was, it was which is perfect for the great, AFib it, episode yes I was wasted <laughs> We, we didn't tell Dr. Mike yeah. that part. I was hanging out with uh, Kevin Liney. No, but and the that. text we got was, I'm on stage with LeCompte oh. singing, <laughs> <laughs> singing Bob O'Reilly, Teenage right. Wasteland. Yeah. And Geb responds, Oh, yeah, that should do wonders for the little hearing you have left. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Dennis yeah, yeah. responds, <laughs> Immediately, the same minute, the same timestamp. I have no monitor in front of me. I'm singing by instinct. I'm singing place, by instinct. The place is wait. This is great. The place is frisking mobbed. Fris, frisking mobbed. Then Gabby, uh, exactly two minutes later, that 
perfect situation in place for you to be 70 years old. <laughs> Dennis responds, I threw caution to the wind. I am who I am. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's right. So then... <laughs> it's not yeah, over, It's folks. not done yet. Order the Ginsu well, night and get this for free. I'm moving to Tuesday. Oh, boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, just, it never stops. Yeah. Moving to Tuesday. And... Uh, we're playing Count Township, National yeah. Night Out, nice event. Uh-huh. I just remember getting out of my car and it pops up, you know, Gmail notifies me when I get emails e- from important yeah, yeah. people. And I read, I think, one of the, one of the greatest emails I've ever read. <laughs> yeah, ever read. <laughs> There's no, no here, nothing. Here, wait, just... here, go straight to the source, Parky. Wait, you you, just... Oh, I was going to say, do you, do you have? Oh, okay, yeah, I posted it on, posted on it Facebook. on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone have an extra pair of pants with them? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I'm just wondering, what could that possibly mean? Are yeah. You, are you serious? <laughs> and then I'm trying to picture what scenario you're in. Right. That we need to pants What scenario you. did you come up with? I, I don't want to say it on the mic. Mike yeah. Liney wrote, I think I have one in my glove Pete? compartment. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think? I, the first, actually the first thought in my head, you can go brown uh, town. Yeah, yeah. Because that has happened. That's yeah. happened, yeah. So I was relieved. Debbie had a pair of pants that night. Yes. I, that was, <laughs> yeah, that's one of, our, this one of our best episodes. The, 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 yeah. and we, we talked did we talk about, the, about that? Yeah, one? yeah. Tony was awesome on that one. <laughs> but then you showed up and the back of your pants, all top to bottom, were completely soaked. And muddy. And I was, well, I was I relieved like, when I saw you. Cuts on my <laughs> arms and shit. I just hear Gabby yelling, What were you doing near a pond? Yeah, so that's what like, happened. Oh, Can what you explain to everyone what happened? Yeah. Yeah, I was on the 30 bypass, you know, the expressway, and it's mop, bumper to bumper, not moving. I'm like, I'm getting off here. So Wallace Avenue comes up, which is maybe two or three exits before Thorndale. And anyway, I get off at Wallace, and I sort of know, you know, the area. Boom, I'm going down Wallace. I see this little parking area, you know, for like five cars. And I see like this path through the woods. I said, ah, I'm going to pull in. And I'm early. I was finally going to get there early. This is like, <laughs> well, it's just like. Wait, it might be early for you. What time was it? Five o'clock. Uh, no about that. <laughs> was I, left, I left work at five o'clock and got there at five thirty, <laughs> and you were just getting off the exit. I was. It was five o'clock, five ten, something like that. You know what time you sent that email? What five forty-eight? Well, there you go. Well, listen. Okay. <laughs> forty-eight minutes later. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell yeah. you why. Doesn't matter. I go down the. I go down, I'm walking down the path. It's nice, you know, beautiful night out. Anyway, I see that pond over there. And I'm like, I'm going to sit by the pond. Well, I get near the pond. I can't sit because it's, you know, marshy and stuff. And I'm having my smoke, enjoying it. Throw the smoke in the pond. (laughs) Go to turn, you know, to come back up. My foot. My right foot goes sinking into the freaking mud, <laughs> right? And I go like all the way up to probably the top of my sock. I go to pull it out. Now my shoe is coming off. I had on those like step-in shoes, you know, no laces. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those shoes coming off like in the gosh darn 
<laughs> I lean down to get the shoe and lose my I, balance and go falling right back into the scummy, scummy pond. <laughs> I got uh, mud. Oh, all kind of crap on me. I'm like arms are getting cut up by the reeds. I'm pissed off now. <laughs> Yeah. And my first thought was, I was going to get there early. Gabby would have been happy. So I finally get up. Mud all over the place. My shoe was still in the mud. I had to dig down and get it out. Oh, my God. I'm pissed off. I wish there was video. Oh, God. So I go into the woods. I'm like... I <laughs> I don't know this part of the story. I'm like, oh, my God, this is ridiculous. And I dipped my shoe in the, like, a little water on the side just to get the mud off of it. Now, the whole gig, I'm sloshing around, you know, in the wet shoes. <laughs> and anyway, I go into the woods, take, <laughs> take my pants off, look at them like, what the? Take my underwear off and just throw it away. Oh, oh wow. Pants, pants back on. I had an extra shirt. I had that dog shirt with me, the dog father. You that know, my shirt. the nice shirt that I had, like a summer shirt. It's just soaked and muddy and messed up. So there you go. You know, it took a half hour, probably. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. My, I guess my first question. Why did you drive off into a to go down to a pond to have a cigarette? I didn't drive off to go to the I'm pond. I'm saying, why Why did you pull off the road? I just felt, I'm like early, I want to relax. I just I see this nice little pull-off section. First thing I did was, you know, I take a leak in the woods. <laughs> For, that was no problem. So and, I never thought, why don't I just get to the place early and then sit and relax and well, have I a know. cigarette. Did you say you tossed the cigarette in the pond? So yeah, it's like, I did. There's it. like a duck with like a cigarette. <laughs> Howard the duck. There's no that. ducks going in that scummy freaking pond. Uh, we um, do know that it's scummy from later on. Oh, yes. yeah. Well, yeah. believe me, yeah. you guys were getting it, but I was getting it the worst. Okay. I'm like... I'm, but you still said this is where the kids come. Up <laughs> <laughs> Fighting the kids. That would be so great. At Those one, kids come kids. up on stage and start. At one point, <laughs> the kids threw up behind me. Couldn't take it. Puked. One point during the third set, I'm, I, I wanted to say like, "Gabby, yeah, do you smell horse manure?" I didn't say it because I realized, oh, it's me. Yeah. Well, you know. I didn't realize it was you until. Oh, yeah, because yeah, we've been playing places where there's been like yeah. livestock yeah. and cattle. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, oh, maybe there's another 4-H. Well, poor, poor Brian Farr. That's how I knew. <laughs> Brian was getting blasted you because you fan. set your fan up in front of you, oh, yeah. blowing straight back into him. <laughs> so then he had his fan that he was using to cool himself off. That he said, I can't even cool myself off. He turned his fan <laughs> to blow, to blow back George. at you. <laughs> to blow away So Listen, both the fans were I shooting this thing. Creating a vortex. Exactly. Right. I said they're a creating a singularity. That's yes. gonna... <laughs> right. I turned to Brian at one point. I said, 
is really bad. He goes, no, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. Oh, uh, that's good stuff. So we'll never be back at Count. <laughs> so. Well, that's two gigs. Yeah, that's two gigs then. Uh, <laughs> but that gets us summer today. We date. survived. It's been in it. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Who knows what the rest of the summer What's holds. What's it get you uh, to? The end of it gets us uh, to date. Oh, right? I thought you said to Nate. Oh, we, oh, we have us there Nate too. Was on that gig, yeah. He was there too. We had Nate on a couple gigs, yeah. right? He he was up at uh, the casino too. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. So that's our that's our summer so far. I mean, I think it could make some for hilarious. So you know, far, radio folks. actors, a TV show. So this uh, now we're just we're just this podcast went from like clinically serious. You know, we had like a doctor and esteemed Doctor Mike to the sublimely ridiculous. Uh, I, I yeah. Yeah. And all because of me. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this month's song from the set list. Ah. Picked by Dennis Chikino. It had to be you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Harry Connick version. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But we'll give a little history of the song. Go ahead. All right. So uh, It Had to Be You was written by Isham Jones. And wow. Gus, Gus Kahn. We do a. Do you oh, know, can you guess Khan. what year it was written? Nineteen forty-six. No. I was going to say probably. It was in the forties. Twenties. Twenties. Oh wow! Nineteen twenty-four. It was uh, shortly after Jones's wife gave him a baby grand piano for his thirtieth birthday. He wrote the he wrote the tune. Gus Kahn wrote the lyrics. The song quickly became a hit in nineteen twenty-four. So there wasn't a technical Billboard. Hot 100 right. chart, but there were charts at the time. There were three different artists who had a hit with "It Had to Be You" in 1924. Um, wow, the same year. Yeah, so including the Isham Jones Orchestra, and then uh, who else? Da -da -da -da. Oh, I can't find it. Sorry. Um, the <laughs> Paul Whiteman. <laughs> yeah, Paul Whiteman had a hit with it. Oh wait. And the and the woman in a League of Their Own. Oh God, getting there. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's why. <laughs> yeah. So the number 20, 21 that year was Rhapsody in Blue. Just FYI, oh. the, the, the big artists that you were Fred Waring's Pennsylvanians, Al Jolson, um, my man. Let's see. Uh, Wendell Hall had the number one hit called "It Ain't Gonna Rain No More," which I have no idea. Ain't gonna yeah. rain no more. She no was wrong. wrong. Is. Ain't gonna rain no more. Yeah. She was wrong. It's rained so many times since That's the 1920s. True. <laughs> <laughs> Number two was California Here I Come by mm. Al Jolson. Al, baby. You want me to do my Al Jolson? From... <laughs> do you want it? We don't have enough time. Okay. California, here I come. There you go, folks. <laughs> you take your pills. Take your pills, for God's sake. It's been covered, <laughs> it's been covered by a lot of people. Billy Holiday, oh, yeah. Bing Crosby, Dars Day. Tony Bennett, Ella Fitzgerald, Barbara Streisand, and Sinatra. Because uh, of you. The song is perhaps best known to us these days for its use in movies. And League of Their Own. It's actually right? been in, it was in Casablanca. It's not the most famous song from Casablanca. Annie Hall, uh, League, League of Their Own, uh, but a lot of us know it first. Harry Met from Sally. When Harry Met Sally. Mm. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I didn't remember this, but in the movie they used this, a Sinatra version. But on the soundtrack, the soundtrack was all Harry Connick Jr. and his orchestra, and I think that's what, right. what a lot of us 
uh, know it from. And so that's what we do, right? We do the... It's the Harry Connick Harry Connick arrangement. Yeah. And I think it's been in the Chico's Vibe, you know, set since there's been a Chico's Vibe, Since right? almost the inception. Yeah. Which I used to love the way Gabby would sing it in Chameleon, because all he would do was sing the one line. <laughs> It had to be you. 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 We said that as a It was always me and Bob Eben would do that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we've told that story. Bob singing. What was his. Did we try that? The actual. Did we actually play the intro one time? We did. We did. Early on in the very beginning. Uh huh. Yeah. We played it, but it just didn't. It didn't people, gel. It stops, and, it yeah. stops like people from doing yeah. it. Especially when you would have subs coming in and it yeah. was just, you know. And it's mm. tough to find a spot for that song. Like, where do you put it? You know, because it, it gets loud, man. When that, that, yeah. that shout sh- chorus. That's yeah. fun. It's fun comes, to play. And it, yeah. sa- it sounds great. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I mean, guys in the horns come blessed. Because we have that. Yeah, you're right. So, but it's not, it's not a danceable song, but it's not a dinner song. So, but yeah, but it's still a great, great song to play. It's and it sounds great. Yeah. I mean, you, Jeff, you got all like where we really can't put it in stuff. a first set yeah, of wagon. It's a good uh, first song. Like if they open the doors and you want people to yeah. come yeah, in, yeah, that would be know? something like that. Because it's so right. loud that yeah. the shout chorus is like, oh, something's happening in there. Yeah, but then it you gets know, soft. The, the other song like that that we do, which which sounds good and it's fun, is. Um, Save the last dance. Yeah, we haven't done that in a while. It's a great, really loud. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's that save the last dance. It's a great chart. It's a tough chart. Mm -hmm. There's a video of us at uh, Keenan's playing that. It actually sounds really good. At Keenan's, from Uh, yeah, from like five years ago, probably. Anne Marie Siglinski. Well, uh, Fly Me to the Moon has that same problem too, where it's like it's a dinner song, but it has that shout chorus. That yeah. Yeah. Gab, do, do you remember yeah. the gig we we played with Howie? It was like at one of those castles up, you know, Briarwood. Uh, yeah, yeah, one of those things, right? We're outside under the tent. We're doing Fly Me to the Moon, and it gets loud, you know. And the father of the bride is twenty feet in front of us. And he gets up when we're done the song, comes walking up right to me. Go <laughs> <laughs> to Howie. He's like, turn that down right now. <laughs> I wanted to punch Howie so bad. You know, I really did at that point. And, uh, but then at the end of the night, the guy's drunk. You guys were the best oh, band yeah. I ever heard. I think people yeah, I, like that. Ed one point talked about building a, a giant knob to put at the front of the stage just so people. Can <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good idea. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Uh, Lord Almighty. All right. But, yeah, but it's a good. It's a good, so, it's a good a arrangement. Song. I just, it, you know, it's, it's a really good arrangement. And. So we should do it yeah, more. Gabby, you always sound awesome yes, on it. This yeah. is true. Gabby's always sound. And awesome. I like the little intro that you made up too. Yeah. But cool. Yeah. So that's this month's song from the set list. Yeah. You have to pick next month's. Uh, I picked that one. So. All right, you yeah. guys. 
one of so this we always pick something we do right yeah we should uh, the, the premise is used to be we pick something that's yeah. like a feature that we do a lot can i uh ah. can i pick one sure you can uh i actually the first time i ever heard this song even though it was a big hit was actually you guys playing it at keenan's and it turned me into a Bruce Springsteen fan, Rosalita. Ah, there you go. Uh, yes, that'll be a fun one. That's already. a very prominent no, one. we have not done Rosalita. That's good. Yeah. All right. Good one, Matt. Good We're looking job. at your set list trying to find Oh, <laughs> excellent. <laughs> this will be, to get Dennis talking about Bruce Springsteen, it'll be a fun yeah. episode. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I've gained respect for him over the last 20 years because I hate everything else that's put out in pop music oh. i think the writing is terrible and i'm listening to springsteen stuff and i you know okay great lyrics and you know, songs have different parts he really can't sing that well but i like him better than everything else i hear okay that's fair enough i was just say think about it ed, ed and i were talking about we're gonna try to establish the, the college of chico's vibe Make it a night school and and uh, and then have special classes. But one of our classes is going to be Dennis Chicchino presents his favorite songs from the 21st century. And it'll be like. It'll be... <laughs> Was that an airplane? I'd like to have some light reading. We have a pamphlet on famous Jewish athletes. <laughs> but yeah, well, if that could be something we talk about next time. I better start researching. There's the secrets of car detailing class with John Yaddish. That'll be. Ah, that's a good one. It's in there. That's what it's called. That's the tagline. Yeah, it's in it's there. It's in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How to pack your car? There's a, there's a ladies only class instru instructor Tony DeSantis called "Everything You Always Wanted to Know About the History of Trumpets But Were Afraid to Ask." <laughs> so, <laughs> just women only. That's always letting in. <laughs> anyway, we'll save the rest for. That's great. Yeah, yeah, we just have you guys have to pick songs that you would love to have in the oh, set right. list yeah, that right. aren't. Yes. Yes. Ready? Yes. Go. No, go. Be, I'm, I'm last. I'm last. <laughs> Chico. I'll go first. I would like to do Stairway to Heaven, Frank Zappa's version. Oh, man, that would be fun uh, and really difficult. Horns just cracked me up. Did you ever hear it? I never heard he it. Turn but me yeah. on to it. I've heard you talk the about it The horn section plays the Jimmy solo. Page's big solo, note for note no. for note for note. <laughs> This is great. The beginning of the song is a little tough to get through. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like reggae. They're and singing the vocals when they get the to that part. Yeah. It just takes off. Yeah, that'd be cool. So there yeah. you go, Geb. Alone again, ah! naturally. <laughs> is your Wait. plan to just request it enough times that it has to end up yeah. somewhere in there? <laughs> Alone again, this naturally. Maybe the third time. It yeah. is. <laughs> it I love. Is. I love that song. I love the song. We Let's should do. Not do uh, doing that song. It, it is Wait depressing, but huh? why can't we do it? I hate that song. <laughs> Gilbert O'Sullivan. <laughs> yes, I didn't know you hated it. Should do the uh, the groove line by Heatwave. That's a great song. Uh, that's a good one. We would sound good doing that too. Okay. Yeah. I want to do. A, I want to do. How's it go? Oh, it's a great song. We're riding on the groove line tonight. All right, and it's got that. It's the same guy who wrote that song. Wrote um, "Off the Wall." It's got the same kind of thing. But do, 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 you know. 
Alright, wait a minute. Let me yeah. play the Zappa. Oh, I know this. What do you got? Uh, my my tune. It's super cheesy song, but I, I just heard it the other day and I love it. It's called "Oh Babe, What Would You Say?" Oh, oh God! Play it? Yeah. What's the guy? Oh, it's got this cheesy sax. Hurricane somebody. Yeah, Hurricane Smith. Smith. I you, I, oh, you baby, I know, yeah. I know, I could be so I'm in love with you. And he's got yeah. a terrible voice, but it makes it a yeah, kind of. Yeah, a, yeah, I like yeah, the voice. Yeah. It's weird. Voice. Yeah. Um, and you could follow that up with Winchester Cathedral. Winchester Cathedral. <laughs> but you got to <laughs> sing it. So maybe this is on your guys' set list and it just didn't make it onto the website, but uh, one that I actually think would be fun, but it involves a lot of falsetto, which means it would probably fall heavy on Parky's shoulders or or it'll fall on a John's shoulders. Uh, Leo Sayers, you make me feel like dancing. Oh my Uh, goodness. You know what? (laughs) I got to say, it's got the best groove. It's so good. To it. Boom. Can I just cool. shoot the verse? <laughs> I just shoot the, just the verse. Just the cute way I talk. Just the way, yeah. It's got a great groove. And then you know what? Me. I want to change my song. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, no, stay with how your long song. will you keep me in the penalty, penalty box? box. Uh, <laughs> do that too. So the the so. other the other idea I had was uh, you, know, you could do this new Huey Lewis and the News. Song. Did you say new? <laughs> What about the tune that uh, William the Refrigerator uh, uh, hit, the hit to be square? square? Yeah. Yes. That's it. <laughs> and her sandwich, this right? This is going to be so great. No. Uh, the other, the, another guy, Bill something. <laughs> Here is the song. Definitely. Definitely. I'm going to work that out. My oh, that bit of finding awesome. weird mashups to play Next time is Patty a Patty Sue asks for that. We and her Sandman were do doing that version. <laughs> I wanted to do when he, he said Patty Sandman. She listens. To I said, We should do uh, Mr. Sandman. Just watch your face. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Well, that gets us. Yeah. Woo. To an ecl- <laughs> the end of an eclectic Chico's Vibecast, yes. episode 21. Thank two you, Matt, years. for uh, yeah. two years in Thank the camp. Two years. Two, two years. years. Dennis, I want to see you in, in 70 millimeter IMAX. So you want Chris Nolan to do your movie, and then that way your film, when it gets uh, developed, you, Matt knows what I'm talking about. I don't. Okay. It's over. How many? How how many pounds was it when it was delivered? Hey, Matt, can we edit this? <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. 
Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free.